Welcome to Mrs. Flick's Picks, where busy moms can find the best books for their kids. Join me in my mission to cultivate children's moral imagination through good stories, beautifully written. Welcome back to Mrs. Flick's Picks. I'm Carrie Flick, and I hope all of you had a lovely holiday season. As a reminder, I'm doing a giveaway for all of this episode's books. So if you would like a chance to win, you need to head over to my Facebook page at Mrs. Flick's Picks Podcast. Watch the announcement video there for details. I'll be drawing the names and announcing the winners on Sunday, January 9th. So you've got just a week. Because it's the new year, and so many people use this season to try and reinvent themselves on some level, I'd like to talk a little bit about identity. And really, it's impossible to discuss identity without discussing truth, because when we claim an identity, it is either objectively true or false. Children love to take on different characters in their games, and that is very good. We want them to nurture and grow their imaginations. But imagination has limits. Once imagination crosses into a truth claim and presents itself as reality, it becomes something either heartbreakingly tragic or downright sinister. There are mental disorders and there are frauds. And obviously, we don't desire either for our children. So imagination must keep to itself in its own creative world and at the appropriate time. But just because a child is not, in fact, for instance, Superman, does not mean that he cannot have an identity of courage. And just because this same child is by nature rather timid and shy, also does not automatically deny him the ability to be courageous. Our natures may not be entirely rewritten, but they can certainly be developed and molded in any number of possibilities. Adults know this instinctively and focus on it especially in the new year. The man naturally disposed to be overweight suddenly hits the gym with fervor. The mom, who by nature is short-tempered, starts using a breathing technique to control her anger. Children also need to see well-developed examples of this in their stories. Books lend themselves well to this practice of navigation between imagination and reality because of the nature of reading. Open the book, slip into another world, close the book, and face your own reality again. The picks I have for you today should be especially helpful, and of course enjoyable, in assisting your kids in conquering themselves, yet remaining themselves. My first pick for the day is a lovely picture book that is unfortunately out of print. It's titled, well, I think it's titled Gooji Gooji. That's how I've always pronounced it. But the author and illustrator is from Taiwan, and it was an English uh, edition that was released in the States. Now, luckily for you, even though it is out of print, um, if you're in the Midlothian area, then the Chesterfield Library System does have several copies, and it will be one of the giveaway books, so you might just win it for yourself. But the story is that of a mother duck who hatches four babies, three of which are adorable ducklings, and the fourth that is clearly 
through some happy mix-up, a crocodile. This baby croc she fondly names Guji Guji, as those are the sounds he makes upon hatching. Mother Duck raises all four of her babies with equal love and care, and Guji Guji himself is blissfully ignorant of his otherness. That is, until one day, when he is confronted by some fellow crocodiles. These reptilian villains disillusion Guji Guji of his duck identity and try to convince him he is, by nature, a duck predator. They attempt to gain his assistance in acquiring a large duck dinner the following day. Once they leave him to himself, Guji Guji has to wrestle with himself. He cannot deny that he is a crocodile and not a duck, as he had always supposed himself to be. Yet he refuses to act in ways harmful to his own adopted family. How he resolves this identity dilemma in the end will warm even the coldest hearts. My next pick seems a little out of place in the middle of winter because it is a classic summer vacation story, but it fits very well within our discussion of identity and imagination. The book is Swallows and Amazons by Arthur Ransom. The story features four siblings, the Walker children, who are on vacation with their mother in the Lake District of England. With their absent father's permission, the children decide to camp out on an island in the middle of the lake for several weeks, alone, with very little adult supervision. They depend on their sailing skills to go to and from the mainland for various supplies, and they are left largely to fend for themselves. Their exciting adventures as explorers continue to escalate as they meet up with enemy pirates, attempt to capture a rival ship, and wage war on the mysterious occupant of a nearby houseboat. Now, as I describe this to you, it may all sound exceedingly dramatic and even dangerous. But the catch is, most of the adventures are purely imaginative, invented by the half a dozen children who play them. The camping out alone is very real, but the pirate narratives and dreadful maritime moors are sheer play. Throughout the summer, each child has to navigate between what is real on their island versus how they must act when dealing with what they call the natives, i.e. everyone not part of their play. This novel is quite long, and there's a lot of sailing vocabulary and descriptions, but the technical language isn't a hindrance to enjoyment, and by the time you reach the end, you too will feel incredibly sad that the summer has drawn to a close and the grand game ends. But don't despair. Ransom went on to write 12 of these books, so there are plenty more adventures to be had. I would recommend these for ages 8 to 12. And here's a piece of trivia for you. J.R.R. Tolkien's boys loved Arthur Ransom's works very much, and Tolkien actually made some edits to his own novels based on Ransom's suggestions. Which brings us quite nicely into my final book, which is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm sure most of you are familiar with the basic plot of The Hobbit, thanks to the incredible popularity of the movie franchise. But if you haven't read the book, you truly need to. Hobbits are small creatures who very much enjoy their creature comforts. They are fond of feasting, fun, and fireworks, but rather suspicious of adventures. They crave stability, 
routine, and the good life. And that is exactly what Bilbo Baggins has, until his world is turned upside down one day by a meddlesome wizard who knows Bilbo is destined for much greater things than smoke rings and plum puddings. But Bilbo by no means enters into his adventure willingly. And much of the story features how he must choose to control himself in order to develop all sorts of abilities and virtues, courage and perseverance foremost among them. He has to prove to himself and the other cast of characters that he is not more than a hobbit, but rather that a hobbit can be so much more than what he previously supposed. There is a hobbit in each one of us, including our children. Each of us, at some point, must choose to leave the comfort and familiarity of our hobbit hole and do something quite risky and rather uncomfortable. Not just for the sake of an adventure, but because it is the only right thing to do. I would save this one for 12-year-olds and up, but be sure to read it yourself too. You'll find yourself relating quite a bit to Bilbo, I promise. And that wraps up this week's picks. If you're enjoying these episodes, I'd love for you to leave a review, and I will see you next time. Happy reading!